Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Right now it's minus six, feels more like minus 14 degrees. I'm Lewis Butko. News next at one o'clock. Theater Crisp, along with tap dancer David Cox, join Jim live in studio, and the Jim Fannin Show starts now on News Talk 610 CKTV. This is the Jim Fannin Show on Niagara's News Talk 610. Call now, 905-688-2582, 1-877-610-2582, or text us at 61010. I've made one mistake in my life. I should have burned Berlin down. And an absolutely sensational, sunny Sunday afternoon to you, live from 12th Street right here in beautiful downtown St. Catharines. This is the Jim Fannin Show, heard here on the One Voice for Niagara, News Talk 610 CKTB, on your AM dial and streaming live to the rest of the world, 610CKTB.com. 34 shows in. <laughs> I don't know if that seems like a lot or a little, whatever. David Jones is running the board. Thank you for the nice comments around town and for checking us out on the website. I'm honored to bring you a little bit of ah, what I consider to be solid programming to the station. We're always looking for good stories, though, interviews, contributions, bands, local bands. We want to pimp you if you do not suck. Touch me up. You can find me on Facebook. Tweet us out on Twitter, at Jim Fannin. Twitter's fun. LinkedIn. JimFannin at gmail.com. What the hell? Text me at 934-1110. It's not like my phone number is a big secret. Shoot off a text. You know it's area code 905. Dive into the conversation. It never stops out on social media. You know the Jim Fannin show's often been political. I'm just listening on the way in today. Premier Win sums up the conservatives and Tim Hudak in his inner convention speech with three words. Cut, cut, cut. Uh, Miss Premier... Maybe you should sum up the conservatism, Tim Huback, with one word, cut. <laughs> Saying a word three times doesn't make it a different word. Maybe you need a... That dude needs a new speechwriter. New content collector. <laughs> Politics makes you sick, doesn't it? We've got an, un, an unelectable conservative leader that the current leader... Who should be embarrassed of their record in history, and then a stalled, potentially dynamic leader in the NDP's Horvath, who's picking average topics and selling them below average, but probably has, if anyone's got a little momentum in politics right now, you'd think it'd be Horvath in the NDP. Seriously. I'm putting all my attention on municipals coming up. 
the race for mayor. We've done a lot of politics on the show. Congratulations to Tim and Deb Hutton on the birth of their second child. Newsworthy. And did they hyphenate that name, or is Hutton her middle name? have to get that from Butko later. 905-688-2582 are your digits. We always go open phones for you. And we've given you other ways to contact the show. If you want to tweet out 610CKTB, that's at 610CKTB. Get on it. A tradition here on the Jim Fannin Show. Live, local, rock stars playing sub-average music in Dave Jones's booth. We started sub-average last week with Jesse Reed, just because I love Jesse Reed. Poke the ones you love. Theater Crisp, stoked about this today. The booth is packed. Jonesy's got him wired for sound. Theater Crisp and tap dance legend David Cox will not suck today. They will play their first bumper on the way back from this segment after the commercial break. And George Scott joins me today. A lot of people looking forward to this interview. Teased it for a couple weeks now. Neonicotinoids is a mouthful, but they're in pesticides, and they're possibly affecting the bee population. Not only the bee population and their existence, but human health. We're going to talk about neonic's effect on the human's nervous system and the bee population. George Scott is in the booth. We'll go to him at 12.15. We will take your calls. This hour is going to move quickly. Go to the province at 1 o'clock. We bump Robert Swayze today. I want to say thank you to the Integrity Commissioner. We chased him for a long time. We finally got a deal today, but we're bumping him. We'll try and make it up to him next week. Ah, the Integrity Commissioner's old news. Who really wants to talk about it? But no one's talked to this guy since he brought his report down to the Niagara region. But today I thought it would be better to get Dana Larson on the phone. The Conservatives lose a court challenge. A federal court rules today, or Friday, that access to medical marijuana should be continued. And April 1st, if you have an existing prescription for medical marijuana, you will be able to continue to produce your own medicine and carry If you have a license, don't fear. April 1st will not be the rude April 1st joke you thought it was going to be. So Dana Larson will come in. Sensible Canada is his group. He's coming in at 1230. And then these guys. This is classic. Way to go, Jonesy. We'll go out with Theater Crisp, too. Nice. These guys are going to come in and talk about their CD release party coming up. Where else? Mansion House. Want to see live music? It's where you see a lot of these guys. Theater Crisp will come in and give us the last segment, talk about what they're up to. You can enjoy some of their music coming back from commercials today, right here on 610 CKTB's Jim Fannin Show. Living to run when the day turns night, you'll be missing that sun on your faces. It's simply trying to make it. 
made to be great, made to be savage. Some of us people were made to be average. Just the mediocre that really shaped the culture. From a woman named Earth to the ones who love her. When the cold, dark shadow in the This is the Jim Fannin Show on Niagara's News Talk 610. Call now, 905-688-2582, 1-877-610-2582, or text us at 61010. You ain't got this till you're willing to love. You know days come quick while you dribble the touch on the pigment. You're simply trying to make it. Your whole damn life you'll be living to run When the day turns night you'll be missing that sun on your faces And simply trying to make it Welcome back, I am Jim Fannin How much fun is this? David Cox Tapping out on the board Peter Crisp doing live bumper musics George Scott is in the booth with me today we're talking neonics the effect of what is in these pesticides that are killing the bees population george thanks very much i really appreciate your time coming in on a sunday jim uh, great spot here uh, great to see the band there next door uh, very exciting this is a quite a happening place well we have a lot of fun i appreciate that thank you very much now tell me i have done a little bit of research into this you've been making presentations at brock uh, municipal and regional councils across ontario i guess um tell us give us a dummies a 101 for neonics a neonics for dummies well we're getting a steady hits now on our uh, social media uh, people want to know exactly what it is most people can't say neonicotinoids uh, they are a new type of uh, pesticide and in pesticide you have fungicides herbicides and insecticide this is an insecticide okay and in that insecticide, it is a new one. It's only been around really 10 years on mainstream agriculture and consumer products. But what it does is it, it makes the entire creature that you're trying to protect or the absorbent, it makes it the insecticide itself. And what we're seeing is that really, truly, there was a lack of testing uh, when this was uh, introduced and specific to Niagara. Uh, we picked up a lot on uh, what the beekeepers were trying to tell us, but uh, to be quite honest, the beekeepers have been pummeled into the ground by the big chemical companies. Uh, the spin doctors have put it a certain way, and our job now is to present both sides of the stories to create a little more public awareness. Is this the, is this the classic uh, David and Goliath story? Is this, uh, you know... The public against Monsanto, you know, type of idea that, uh, or is public awareness something that can turn this all around and get us going in a different direction? I think that this is no longer about the science of things. What we're really looking at here is the fact that in all of the history of many of the insecticides that have come onto the Canadian scene and been banned, and I can tell you more than 100 of them had a beginning, a middle, and an end. And they all ended because they had non-targeted effects that the public could not tolerate, such as killing all the birds. Unintended consequences. Unintended consequences, exactly. So what we're seeing here now is we are starting to map out the real life cycle of this chemical. It is the number one insecticide used in agriculture today. It's the number one chemical used in urban insect control today. And uh, it has a lethality that makes uh, DDT look like a puppy. Wow. Now, this is designed to kill insects. Are we also using it in fertilizers as well, or is this just pesticide-based? 
This is a pesticide, and it can go on at the same time. It is uh, waterborne, so if you are a, a greenhouse operator, you can add it to your water and flood it to the soil because mm. once it comes in contact with oh, the plant gotcha. you want to sell, the whole plant sucks it up and it becomes the plant. However, in agriculture now, what we're finding out, it also becomes the soybean. It also becomes the corn at very low doses. However, that is our food stream now. So all of that stuff is not just in the leaf where we want to get rid of those leaf eaters. It is directly in our food at the same proportion. Okay. And what are we, do we know the human effects that it could have? I think we've seen, you know, the bee population take a significant hit, but at one time we thought it was Wi-Fi and we thought maybe it was electromags or what have you, um, cell towers or whatnot. I think that we've come around on the bee population argument. Do we know what human uh, effects that this these neonics have on us? We're just starting to map that out now, and there's a lot of unknowns, but it is the developmental neural tissue that we're considering. Also, this has an ability to weaken people's immune system and transport viruses and bacteria that you could normally fight off, hmm. and they are now quite lethal. Something like, uh, unfortunately, an AIDS victim would have the cause of death pneumonia. Well, of course, he died of pneumonia, and that's true. Mm-hmm. However, he was immunocompromised, and the cause of death really was not the pneumonia, although that's what killed him. We're finding out that the bees are dying of viruses that they've always had. The bees are dying of bacteria that they always had. They always could fight those off, but they are now all testing very high in neonicotinoid, and they cannot tolerate that. What's the flip side of this? In every problem, there's an opportunity. And there's got to be an economic opportunity here. Tell me a little bit about the effect on financial matters. Well, if you want to look at the business of it here, I represent a consortium of very large commercial beekeepers. Niagara is a unique place, and it's gifted. On the top of the emblem of the city of St. Catharines is a beehive. It really is really? It, it really is a place to grow bees in all of Canada. And currently, we are now wow. importing bees. And now, say you are a kid, you graduate from school, you are now going into beekeeping, you've been doing it for the last few years, you make maybe $30,000 a year and you are working hard at it. Prices of bee products now have tripled. So that opportunity has become a hard-working farm job at maybe $30,000 a year to the same type of work now making 90000 So those particular types of jobs are not going to stop. They're sustainable, they're environmental, they're long-term, they're ecosystem, all the things that all the politicians are talking about. um, Those are what we're exactly looking at. The biggest threat to that right now is an insecticide. These are insects, and this insecticide is unlike anything I've ever seen since I've been uh, in the chemical industry since 1984. Now, I always wondered about that stuff I used to put on my Roddy's neck. That oily substance that kind of, oh, just put just put a couple drops on the Advantage or whatever, that the flea and tick. And then it was, you couldn't have it if they hadn't been tested for heartworm. And it, it avoided, uh, warded off heartworm, I, I believe, as a result of keeping them free of fleas and ticks. But tell us about the other applications. We, we know it's being applied as a pesticide, but we're using this commercially to keep fleas and ticks off our pets. And this could be having serious effects on our own health. Uh, absolutely, there are, because this is a new chemical, it's not been around for 50 years, there aren't any 20-year studies. So the 10-year studies are now just coming out. If you go to the website now, last night we put up the video presentation as well as the documentation so that you can see the human health impacts of these uh, these chemicals and judge them for, for yourself. You have to recall that even though we knew many other chemicals were very bad, before they were banned, it was not so much the science that banned it, it was the public outcry. 
people could not tolerate all of the eagles and all of the birds dying because their shells were not formed. And that's what caused it. They had the science to ban DDT long before it was banned. It was the public outcry. So today what we're talking about here is to encourage people to go to our website at niagarabeeway.com and to look at the information for themselves. And their public outcry is what will cause controlled release of this particular substance. What is the, what's the impact? How do we know if we're suffering from a contamination that could come from something like the neonicotinoids? Or is it something that is going to you know, be stretched over decades and decades and centuries before we, re- we really get the impact on it? Well, we've been working in particular through the region with public health. And the biggest problem that we have at public health, even our specialists, when they do a, a, a review of our work, um, they go out to do a literature search everywhere and wherever they can get their information, and there is no information on this. So they have very scant information so that they have to reflect on the main source, and that would be the ag chem manufacturer saying, hey, this stuff is okay. Now, you mentioned that Niagara is unique, what, part of the world as far as it be environment for breeding and well, as you all know, because of our wine industry, because of some of the other uh, uh, the great tender lakes, fruit, because of the tender fruit, they don't grow cherry trees and berry. And because we have quite harsh winters here, but very warm and luxurious summers, and our, uh, we are predominantly a rural community, that means we've got lots of diversified uh, plants out there. It is an ideal place in Canada to raise honeybees. Now, are we actually fearing that we'll have to manually pollinate our crops someday in this area if we don't take action? Is that just a pie in the sky kind of a, uh, you know, an argument of fear that people are using to draw some attention to it? No, I would say that the uh, Niagara farmers are very sophisticated and could they, and very financially motivated, if they had a 20 or 30 acre cherry crop and they could not get bees or make money, uh, they would no doubt still use their land, but they would say plow it down and grow soybeans. They would make a change. They would discontinue. If they can't make money, they would not be climbing up on ladders with paintbrushes like they do in China to pollinate apple trees. They would take the chainsaw out, take that apple orchard out, and they would grow corn or soybeans or something that did not require it. But those particular produce items like apples and cherries would disappear. Well, I really appreciate your time. We could probably spend a whole hour, and we will get you back as this kind of story develops and spend some more time on it today. But I appreciate you making some time. I know you've been making some news around here, so I appreciate you coming in. Niagara bway.com has all the information you need access to George Scott as well, niagarabeeway.com find out more about some of these new toxic chemicals being included in our pesticides that are having an effect on the bee population and human health on the way back Dana Larson will talk to us about the injunction announced on Friday You can continue to grow your weed past April 1st. And more Theatre Crisp after this on the 610 CKTV Jim Fannin Show. Writers got written, poets got soul, hell yeah. Filling the cracks you make with the dice you could never let go. Takes a toll on that mind Feeling the 
wait, don't worry, it'll lighten as you're passing the time. This is the Jim Fannin Show on Niagara's News Talk 610. Call now, 905-688-2582, 1-877-610-2582, or text us at 61010. You ain't seen nothing till you get stoned. It's the music, it's the drug that keeps us free. Build the group up, that's and find your means. What we got in front of us is just a seed, yeah. After water, your seed growth will come. Put your shoes on, cause we got minds to feed. So you're gonna have to settle up your dead past. Get the moving, travel down the next path. Confuse it, you'll never make it home fast. You lose your stride. Gotta cover up your stop signs as you're running. Never let the outside destroy your loving. It's how you manage your design that makes you feeling fine. Welcome back. I am Jim Fan and they are Theater Chris. Search the land for something you can hold. Not bad, boys. David Cox cranking it out. Tap dancing on the board in Dave Jones' studio. Nicely done, boys. On the phone with me now, Robert Swayze was the Integrity Commissioner hired by the Region of Niagara and joins me on the phone now. Robert Swayze, thank you very much for taking the time. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me, Jim. Tell me a little bit about your capacity as an Integrity Commissioner and how many times have you served in this function? Um, I was first appointed in Oakville in 2008, and I now uh, serve in uh, nine municipalities. Um, including Mississauga, um, Oakville still, and uh, Guelph and Brantford and a few others. So you have permanent positions with those councils? Well, not permanent. I, I, I enter into a professional services agreement with each of the municipalities, and uh, um, they have terms and they expire, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, did you put your name forward uh, to the region to be rehired as their integrity commissioner in the future as well? Yes, I did. And has that decision come down yet? Yes. And so, did I'm you? Not, I'm no longer the integrity commissioner in uh, in Niagara Region. Okay. Can you speak to why? Did they give you a reason? No, I didn't. Uh, they, I didn't uh, get any reason. But uh, that's the nature of a uh, request for proposal. You make your proposal, and uh, the. Uh, Region chose uh, someone else. Great. Robert Swayze is my guest. He was the Integrity Commissioner and has served in that capacity around Ontario. Mr. Swayze, tell me a little bit about the process that you go through. You mean being hired, or do you mean... uh, Uh, No, the actual process of when you hear a complaint, something's brought forward to you. Is it like a court of law, or how... Well, you... You operate according to the rules of natural justice. It's not a it's not a court of law, but um, most of the municipalities have what's called a complaint protocol. So I have uh, detailed rules as to what I should do. So normally you'll receive the complaint, you'll give notice to the person complained about, and give them usually ten days to respond, and then you give that response to the complainant and give them another 10 days, and then you uh, you likely uh, personally interview each of the uh, relevant people, the witnesses that uh, that uh, are involved. Now, did that, did that happen down here in Niagara? Yes, it did. 
Okay, are you aware that your interview was posted online? Yes. Okay. Have you heard that? Pardon me? Have you heard that interview? Um, well, I was there. I, I didn't need to listen to it. Oh, okay. So, yeah, it's posted on SoundCloud, and I don't, I'm don't. i not sure how many hits it, it's gotten. But uh, That was a surreptitious uh, recording also. Meaning what? Meaning that uh, uh, the blogger, um, uh, I allowed him to attend the interview with, uh, with the counselor, and uh, he had a hidden wire on him. Okay. And you say surreptitiously, am I to assume that that's illegal in Canada? Or? Well, no, I, 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 uh, I don't, uh, um, it doesn't uh, concern me. Anything that happened in that interview can be made public. I, okay. That, that's not a concern to me, but, uh, but it's not exactly uh, according to Hoyle. Okay, I get that. And so is that something that that you're proud of being out there? Is it something you stand behind the the way you conducted that interview because of at course, parts yeah. of it it sounded yeah. to me absolutely like your mind had already been made up before you actually interviewed the other half of the story. Why do you say that? Well, I'm I'm saying to me when I listened to that interview and it was some time ago I haven't listened to it in in a little while, but I did take some notes of the number of times you said I don't need to talk to them. In, in response to Petrowski's claim that there's people that you haven't talked to. You talked to all the regional councillors and the complainants, but it was his argument that you had come to this meeting with your mind already made up. That's not true. Okay. Did you actually talk to the all the complainants, including there Hansard? Were two, there were two that... Uh, remember, I was um, instructed to get my report done by a certain date, and of course, council only meets uh, every, you know, every, I guess, couple of weeks, and so I had to get the report done. Um, the um, there were two uh, ladies who were at the meeting that I attended, who I left voicemail for, and they didn't respond to me. So I just assumed they uh, didn't want to talk to me. Okay, well, on several shows on this station uh, leading up to that, I mean, this has been discussed at uh, all ends. Um, they claim that they were never put in contact with you, so maybe that just got lost in translation. No, it's not. No, <laughs> no, that's right. I didn't I didn't uh, talk to two of them. Uh, one of them was a uh, uh, an employee of the province, and uh, she chose not to call me back. Right. Robert Swayze, I really appreciate the time. Just on the way out, can you point to something that you've taken up that you're proud of as far as uh, resolution goes in your capacity as integrity commissioner? Well, I think that uh, that just uh, uh, being the integrity commissioner and a council adopting a code of conduct, which are, which are a series of uh, rules that uh, they intend to follow, and no document could be perfect, so they need an integrity commissioner to interpret the document. But I think it's uh, very beneficial to every municipality to adopt a code of conduct and uh, and follow it. It's uh, it's over and above what's required by the law, and it, it deals with. Uh, uh, accountability and transparency. I noticed one thing, one comment you made, maybe in the law review when they interviewed you about your capacity as integrity commissioner. You say it's something to the effect of, "We're making new laws." Can you speak to that a little bit? So we're not really making new laws. We're. Well, that was your quote, though. We're dealing with um, 
We're dealing with uh, uh, new problems all the time because it's relatively new. I mean, it started in 2006 in Toronto, but uh, but it's uh, it's not really a, a field of law that uh, existed before uh, in, in at the municipal level. That is, of course. So you're dealing with different things that have never happened before, and it's very interesting and uh, uh, quite challenging. I appreciate your time, Mr. Swayze. Thanks for coming into the show and and being uh, frank with us. I really appreciate it. Okay, my my pleasure. That was Robert Swayze. He served as Niagara Regional's Integrity Commissioner. That conversation is up on SoundCloud. Find it pretty interesting. Check it out, but he will no longer be the Integrity Commissioner in Niagara, apparently. For whatever reason. Up next... David Cox and Company, known as Theater Crisp. Local rock stars will talk about their CD release party coming up in the mansion house. What, May 3rd? Sounded good, boys, right here on the Jim Fannin Show. You gotta keep running, you broke the seal. So keep it real, not go and spin the wheel. You gotta keep running, you took the bait. Now it's safe to say you gotta play the game. You gotta keep running, you broke the seal. Just to keep it real, go and spin that wheel. You gotta keep running, you took the bait. Now it's safe to say you gotta play the game. You gotta keep running, you broke the seal. Just to keep it real, not go and spin the wheel. You gotta keep running, you took the now it's safe to say you gotta This is the Jim Fannin Show on Niagara's News Talk 610. Call now, 905-688-2582, 1-877-610-2582, or text us at 61010. You felt underrated since when you were a kid. Now it's 20 years later and you haven't changed a bit. Broke like the rest of us, dreaming of a journey, working a dead end job and living the weekend in a hurry. When it rains outside, you sit and think of the times when life wasn't such a big old mess with the minds. You're fed up and tied up with things you despise because you settle for the middle ground and swallow the wall, the pride. It's a thin line between the dream and the drive. We walk it like a tightrope, just screaming for our lives. A simple way to put it, with an old-fashioned vibe. Everybody wants a piece of the pie. Now come on. All right, welcome back. Jim Fannin Show is live. This is Groove Pocket. Uh, do you guys get t- tired of hearing this does not suck, man? You guys are awesome. <laughs> Nicely Thanks, done. Thanks. Thank you, sir. David Cox, Canadian tap jan- dancing witch. Straight up witchcraft. Witchery. Thank Jay, you. Jay, the yeah. strange guitarist with the facial expressions that my niece... I'm going to marry him, she says. She's 16. She says that about every young, good-looking boy who kind of looks like he was really tripped out on mushrooms or something the other day. There's funny faces and everything. Rock stars, we all fantasize. Hey, oh, no, he's tripping. Kyle, you are the guy laying down most of the vocal tracks. I am. Very tight. Well done. Thank you. Thank you very much. And Peter, what's your function, bro? You're on bass. I'm the bass man, yeah. And we're missing a couple guys. 
Yeah, uh, DJ K Flip who does the okay, cuts. Okay, now uh, before we go any further, <laughs> K Flip. Yeah. Okay, that dude doesn't want to be part of your band. You no, know that, he right? does. No, but have you seen him from the audience? He's just when that's, that's sta- just that's when, just when you're standing in the audience, that guy looks so disinterested. He looks like he hates you guys. <laughs> no, he's just he doing it out of out of like he's not getting paid. Like he's it's just his demeanor. It's just, it's just better. He does not he's want to be in your band. No, he does. Like we like through the videos, we get him to smile. <laughs> when they're taking a video of them, right, like in the middle of our video, so that like laugh. we can get a smile out of them. Because if you see in the Mind the Gap video, the new video, he's smiling, he's smiling. and we he got, got him to smile. Okay, <laughs> okay. So the, the name again, DJ DJ K Flip K Flip. Okay, and who else? And are we the missing? drummer, uh, Mr. Jared Gertz, who is he's in Germany. He's in Germany right now. Uh, got it. Handling some business over there for. Pilotary. So we got two Dutch brothers on the band. Uh, no, they're, no. Not, they're not. They're not, not related. Brothers, we're not Dutch. <laughs> okay. Oh, there goes my head. All right. Nine zero five six eight eight two five eight two. You want to talk to some rock stars? Maybe uh, Kyle. You can talk to us about the CD release party coming up. Uh, yeah, uh, May third. Uh, our we're having a CD release party at Mansion House in St. Catharines. In St. Catharines, and uh, just down the road from me. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, Good friends of the station. Actually, yeah. It's going to be awesome. We May third. What night's up? Uh, that's a Saturday night. Saturday night, yeah. okay. Cover at the door. Yeah, ten bucks at the $10 door. Ten dollar tickets. Yeah. Are you guys taking the gate or are the boys taking it? Uh, we share. We're we share. Yeah. We got our, our promoter buddies helping us do it, and okay. we like to spread it to all the bands. We got some out of yeah. town guys coming in. We'll throw nice. a few hundred bucks. You got a couple it. opening acts. Yeah. So. Yeah. We got. Yeah. We're hoping to have a band from London called uh, AFOS uh, come down, and we we did their their CD release party last month, yeah. and they're awesome dudes. Really good music. Yeah. Very right. similar to. Our kind of style, so it will work really well. What the hell is your style, man? I don't know. I mean, we're mashed together with all kinds of stuff. Who the hell brings a a theatrical artist, a tap dancer, and thinks that's going to work? I mean, I I know the concept of uh, you can't do this. You know, I hate to bring it and talk other bands while you guys are here. My son, the Hurricane, they said, no, no, that'll never work. You don't have... 13-piece brass rock and roll band and then a rapper you guys yeah. kind of get the same feel going on you yeah. make it work yeah like a different yeah. genre of music uh, yeah it's combined dance. with rap or yeah. hip-hop yeah and then dc slamming the board yeah added add some cool percussion i think like yeah in some of the songs look. like he's dancing yeah. up there yeah. going crazy yeah, i mean he's loves it. Yeah, he sells the show. Oh, not a live show, come right? on, tell like, me the no, truth. No, no, no. Smile the from first ear to two ear. guys to go are the DJ and the tap dancer. You guys are still a rock and roll star with those. DC's DJs. like the biggest theater Chris fan ever. You know what I mean? He's in the band. Like he promotes us like crazy. He's, he's you know, the best dude in the world. One thing I like, I love about David Cox, and all, all joking aside, you know. I know him through a friend of mine, uh, Brad Sheehan. His mother yeah. had a dance studio right down yeah. here back in the That's old days. Started. Don Sheehan, r- real estate legend. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I met David a couple times, maybe a Green Party function or the Mansion House or something like Always remembers your name. Always remembers, hey, you, last time, yeah, your kid had a cast on his arm or something. The guy's a phenomenal p- people person. Is this oh, guy out yeah. there selling the band? Oh, yeah. yeah. He yeah, knows he everybody. Is. Yeah. You can't go anywhere without <laughs> Dave knowing somebody. David Cox, <laughs> dancing since two years old. Tell me a little bit about your inspiration, who you've been hitting it with. I know you, you've hit it with some legends out there, right? Yeah, yeah. I've just been really fortunate. Uh, I mean, growing up with at Diane Brizen's studio before Sheehan's. Right. Diane Sheehan. Um, my mom was a dance teacher and I just grew up thinking that it was going to be a hobby and then it, it turned into something that I was going to do for life and I mean I've worked with a lot of great artists but I mean at this point in my life this is something that I've truly invested in and I 
working with these guys, these artists, is just... Uh, You're not making any money with these guys. No, Where are you yeah, making your money, man? None of us tap are making dance, any money can, with yeah. ourselves. <laughs> you tap dance for money, man? Really? This is a, a freaking career for you, yeah, DC? I, I, I teach and I do uh, okay. performance and co corporate gigs and whatnot. Okay. I've got a company called Copacetic Cox Entertainment. But other than that, no. I mean, like, right now, artistically, being able to be part of a band and make music with my feet. My dad was part of the Ink Spots, the Platters, and the Avalon, so music was always in the family. And now that I have a chance to be able to make music as well, even though I don't have a voice, never got the voice, but mm -hmm. um, <laughs> half the days I don't have a voice. Yeah. <laughs> but um, no, this is just like a real a dream come true. And if something happens with it, it's amazing. We'd be so stoked. But uh, right now, we're just living in the moment. And we love making music and playing shows and well, you, do, you guys do a nice job and i said to you guys in the booth you know i'd seen you guys a couple times before i actually really saw you and and i don't know what that is maybe a familiarity with the song or just oh that's too different the genre i just no no i'll wait for the 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 main act to come up because you guys have done a lot of opening uh gigs and now you yeah. guys got uh gigs opening for you anything come to mind you know constantly having local acts in here and asking them hey what can we do to just showcase this natural resource that is uh the talent specifically musically here but the arts in general Anything come to mind? Like we could help you out politically. I mean, we talked about Jesse Reed says there's grants out there, but man, try and get one. Yeah, like yeah Sarah, it's difficult. Sarah Beatty maybe just, just finally went through the process and got some money, but yeah, like awesome, it's man. difficult. Just, it's playing, very man. difficult. Well, like you can't oversaturate one area either, right? You can't play in one area constantly because people just get bored of you. Get tired. You. So you yeah. got to go out to the other cities. Just branch out. Play there. Play London. Play Guelph. Play Toronto. Come back. Play at home. You know, once every three months, four months, something like that. You can't really oversaturate the area. Everyone's going to get out there and just keep spreading their branches, you know, to other places if they want to keep... No, you guys independent. You're not signed to a. We're not a record signed company. with anyway. No, we're now is that by choice? Because there's some guys out there that say, you know what? No, I want control. I want creative control. I want distribution we, control. I mean, in this day and age, distribution's a little bit different. But yeah. you'd think you still need a big agent or a management company yeah. or something. We to get need you a gigs. manager. Management. Hundred sure. percent. It's it's a difficult yes. thing to say that again. We, we need <laughs> anybody out there want to manage us? Yeah, <laughs> call us up. We're good to go. But it, it's difficult with you know trying to get everything. Trying to get shows planned and everything when you know there's four, five, six, dif six yeah. different guys uh, trying to schedules, book a show or yeah. something. And the schedules are, are crazy, right? So we need someone kind of uh, putting us in the right direction and uh, yeah, managing the whole yeah, situation because yeah. it's a mess sometimes. Yeah. What's yeah. a manager get? He's get a take your sales yeah, or he's get a. It's, a, it's a like commission, like ten percent, okay. whatever they kind of secure. Generate 10, for 15 you, fifteen percent, whatever. Nice. What else do you got coming up? You got CD release Saturday, May third at the Manch. Yeah. Any other yeah. live shows we can catch before that comes up? Uh, we're Guelph. playing Guelph, oh, Guelph April fourth, April fourth at the E Bar. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Pete Stock. Oh, Pete Stock. Yeah. What up, Pete? Yes. Uh, put me on the spot here. Pete Stock. It's at Colonial Park yeah, now. Pete Stock. It's something we've been doing for the past four years. Um, non-profit music festival to raise yeah. money for a local charity, Red Roof Retreat. Okay. Um, good. So this year we're moving it basically out of the backyard and yeah. uh, into a real venue at the right. Polonial Park okay. on York Road it is, I believe. In right, Lake. okay. So yeah. We're uh, in the process of looking for sponsors, if anyone's out there, and uh, yeah. looking for bands. Uh, you can apply on the Pete Stock Music page or email at peter at theatercrisp.com.
Like can you yeah. can you camp out at the Polonial Park as well? Uh, no, we won't have Beatstock. Uh, I mean, that's I <laughs> mean Ten City, that yeah. was a pretty good feel, man. It was <laughs> a nice yeah. through the wild. You know, it was <laughs> really like a backyard barbecue yeah. with uh, a bunch of great bands. I mean, to, if Jacob Bergsma, that's where I learned that he can body surf on ten hands, <laughs> yeah. ten hands, five people. <laughs> Come on, crazy. get to the front. He, he will body <laughs> surf on two people if he can. Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, we won't have any camping this year, but. Uh, I mean, last year we were close to 500 people, so we're confident that we'll still fill up the new venue, and yeah. regardless, it'll be a good time. So I'm sure your mom doesn't. Yeah, yeah your mom, mom doesn't want 500 people in the backyard. No, here. no, that was a little much. And uh, yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, August second yeah. on the Saturday. So you got that 2nd. that book, uh, that gig booked already. Yes, yeah. guys, thank you very much for coming awesome. in. It was Thanks really good to see it. That yeah, that you, thing Jim. has rocked a couple times. We've had X Prime, Black Flies, Aaron Berger, Jesse. I mean, the list has been pretty long. For sure. Uh, but uh, you know, I put my feelers out through Bergsma. I think there's a little, you know, protectiveness here. He's like, no, I'm not asking these guys to be on because Peter's on. Peter Gertz? Yeah, no problem. <laughs> the guys are in. I'll talk to them tonight. We're down. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, Bergsma, thank you for nothing. <laughs> I, I, I do plan, pledge you, to get. I want, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to ram this place with my son. I'll get half of the band over <laughs> they, there and half of the band over come here. <laughs> yeah. It will be awesome. Yeah, do it. <laughs> Theatercrisp.com. Yes. Theatercrisp on Twitter. Uh, Facebook. YouTube. YouTube. If you yep. if you type in Theater Crisp on Google, there is just yeah, a bunch can. of pages that come up that you can check us out on. It's yeah, we're all over the place. Nicely done on Mind the Gap, man. Great video. I got a soft spot for the Canview drive drive in, and it was good to see who the hell is Preston. Preston. <laughs> Actually, Preston is a guy that was putting down our music on uh, on the oh, internet man, for a while, so and we we labeled him Preston, and he was talking about Groove Fuck, and he didn't like it. And, I'm Jim uh, Fannin. So, you know. This is 610 CKTV. <laughs> I'm out of here. Your time in life.